Today is the 5th of September 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray and I really want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget you can download the Walking the Way prayer book and a copy of today's script. The links are in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we'd like to thank everybody who has, or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk, or you can follow the links in the episode notes, including the links to all the social media stuff. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you concern yourself with us that you bind us to yourself through all our deeds and all your help. So we thank you, Lord, for showing us a way of hope, a way that becomes clearer, firmer under our feet. And on this way, we can defy every evil of this world, every evil of this time, knowing for sure that everything will come out right and that we will all be brought to the great eternal goal, even though we have to deny ourselves now and go through much suffering. Your kingdom must come, Lord, to the glory of your name, so that all people can live in your presence and follow you, the only true help and the only true life. Amen. Matthew 14, verse 9. The king was sad, But because of his promise he'd made in front of all his guests, he gave orders that a wish be granted. The king in our verse today is Herod Antipas. He was the ruler in Galilee at the time of Jesus. He was essentially a puppet king that had been put in by Caesar Augustus and for all intents and purposes enjoyed the high life that being a king brought him. He married Herodias the wife of his half-brother, and that's what caused John the Baptist to call him out for adultery. John was obviously a brave man, but it was an act that landed John in prison and ultimately led to his death because of a rash promise Herod made to his stepdaughter Salome. And the operative word here is rash. She danced for him, and he was so impressed with her dancing that he promised her anything. Literally. She could have anything she asked for. I really don't think he expected Salome to come back, having been influenced by her mother Herodias, who hated John, asking for the head of John the Baptist. But Herod had backed himself into a corner, and to save face he had to keep his promise. And so died the greatest prophet of all time, according to Jesus. But how many of us have done something similar? How many of us have made rash promises on the spur of the moment? I think we probably all have at some point. And to save face, we keep those promises, whatever the consequences. I know, I'm pretty sure I have. It's easy when we're caught up in the moment to say things, and please don't get me wrong, I'm all for spontaneity. But we do need to be careful. We do need to think through what we're saying, because in much the same way that Herod was sideswiped by Herodias, so the promises we make can come back and bite us on the proverbial. 
we're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we read Matthew 14. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, as we read these words of Matthew, help us to hear your wisdom. Help us to respond with your grace. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Good News Translation, and today I'm reading Matthew 14. At that time, Herod the ruler of Galilee heard about Jesus. He is really John the Baptist who's come back to life, he told his officials. That's why he has this power to perform miracles. For Herod had earlier ordered John's arrest, and he had him tied up and put in prison. He'd done this because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For some time, John the Baptist had told Herod, it isn't right for you to be married to Herodias. Herod wanted to kill him, but he was afraid of the Jewish people because they considered John to be a prophet. On Herod's birthday, the daughter of Herodias danced in front of the whole group. Herod was so pleased that he promised her, I swear that I will give you anything you asked for. At her mother's suggestion, she asked him, 
give me here and now the head of John the Baptist on a plate. The king was sad, but because of the promise he'd made in front of all of his guests, he gave orders that a wish be granted. So he had John beheaded in prison. The head was brought in on a plate and given to the girl who took it to her mother. John's disciples came, carried away his body and buried it. Then they went and told Jesus. When Jesus heard the news about John, he left there in a boat and went to a lonely place by himself. The people heard about it, and so they left their towns and followed him by land. Jesus got out of the boat, and he saw the large crowd. His heart was filled with pity for them, and he healed their sick. That evening his disciples came to him and said, It's already very late, and this is a lonely place. Send the people away and let them go to the villages to buy food for themselves. They don't have to leave, answered Jesus. You yourselves give them something to eat. All we have here are five loaves and two fish, they replied. Then bring them here to me, Jesus said. He ordered the people to sit down on the grass, then he took the five loaves and the two fish, looked up to heaven and gave thanks to God. He broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. Everyone ate and had enough. Then the disciples took up twelve baskets full of what was left over. The number of men who ate was about five thousand, not counting the women and children. Then Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side of the lake while he sent the people away. After sending the people away, he went up a hill by himself to pray. When evening came, Jesus was there alone. And by this time, the boat was far out in the lake, tossed about by the waves because the wind was blowing against it. Between three and six in the morning, Jesus came to the disciples walking on the water. When they saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and screamed with fear. Jesus spoke to them at once. Courage, he said. It is I. Don't be afraid. Then Peter spoke up. Lord, if it really is you, order me to come out onto the water with you. Come, answered Jesus. So Peter got out of the boat and started walking on the water to Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he was afraid and started to sink down in the water. Save me, Lord, he cried. At once Jesus reached out and grabbed hold of him and said, What little faith you have. Why did you doubt? They both got into the boat and the wind died down. Then the disciples in the boat worshipped Jesus. Truly you are the Son of God, they exclaimed. They crossed the lake and came to land at Gennesaret, where the people recognized Jesus. So they sent for the sick people in all the surrounding country and brought them to Jesus. They begged them to let the sick at least touch the edge of his cloak, and all who touched it were made well. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about some of those bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, as always, we're going to pray.
before we pray, just a reminder that we're continuing to pray for the situation in the Ukraine. We're also asking people to continue to pray for the situation in Pakistan. And personally, I'm asking you to pray for my friend, Adi. Our prayer from our Walking the Way prayer handbook today is for those who provide services and food, particularly to those who are in need. Let's pray. Loving God, Jesus ate, and while he ate, he taught. How many times did your son sit at the table with tax collectors and sinners and taught them about your love and grace? So, Father, today we pray for those providing food. We ask, Lord, that that food would be nourishing. Lord, we ask that you encourage those who are thinking about joining to sign up. We ask that you help those preparing and delivering food to seek your will and your guidance. Lord, where two or more are gathered together, you are there. And so we ask that you teach those who are there that they may become closer to you. We ask that you bless us and use it for your kingdom. In your precious name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk, or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting we continue walking the way.